Hello and welcome to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. The Kiara Goes Global podcast is your one-stop shop for navigating anything travel, lifestyle, and growth related as you experience your 20s and early adulthood. Guided by your host, Kiara Mason, let's enjoy this journey together. Happy Love Month, everyone. It's February, and today's podcast is all about love. Specifically, we will be talking a lot about self-love, which we will dive into in just a little bit. In these crazy times, it's always a good idea to celebrate love in all of its forms. Sharing love with others is so important. Whether it's with a romantic partner, a friend, a family member, a pet, even a plant, giving and receiving love is one of life's great joys. I hope you are able to take part in whatever form of love feels good for you throughout this month of February and always. Though many demonstrations of love that you might have seen on social media, especially around Valentine's Day, really highlight the commodification of this holiday, especially with the focus on gifts such as flowers, chocolates, fancy dates, etc. I'm a really big believer that this doesn't have to be the only way that you show your love to others. Spending a ton of money isn't necessary to show that you care. There are many smaller acts or different ideas you can use to share your feelings. With that said, I highly recommend doing some research into the different love languages and discovering what your own love language and those of others might be. It might surprise you, and learning these details about ourselves and about others can help to show others in your life that you love them in a way that truly resonates for them, in a way that they can understand according to their own love language. Now, one of the most important kinds of love, in my opinion, is self-love. Self-love tends to be seen as a radical concept or even a commodified concept. But in reality, I think it's truly an elusive concept. It's seen as such a buzzword nowadays and it can be really difficult to grasp the concept of self-love. What does loving yourself truly mean? And what does it really look like? A quick Google search of the words self-love brings up millions of hits, along with countless suggestions of how to practice self-love. There are so many different options out there, ranging from stop comparing yourself, don't listen to the opinions of others, make mistakes, let go of toxic people, put yourself first. Be kind, love others, be accepting, 
love your body, be spiritual, forgive yourself, be creative, find your happy place. The list truly goes on and on. Some of these suggestions might be helpful for some people, and some I might have even done myself or continued to perpetuate myself. But unfortunately, many of these options are simply just that, suggestions, and they often don't really dig in to the how of getting to the point of self-love itself. If many of these aspects are not a conscious habit of yours, and you have unconsciously been doing the opposite for years, how do you reverse it? For example, how can you stop comparing yourself if that's something that you've done your entire life? Many of these options are a lot easier said than done. This lack of providing real concrete steps on how to achieve self-love is what are the problems that I see with the self-love movement? Focusing on these types of aspects without an indication of how to actually achieve self-love can make it feel a bit superficial and difficult to grasp. For me, I think self-love is much deeper than that. And furthermore, what happens if you decide you're going to try all of these different suggestions in order to achieve this so-called self-love and you still aren't feeling it, then what? Are you then considered a failure and someone who will never achieve self-love? Obviously, that's not true. That's not the case. Everyone is capable of reaching towards self-love. So I think this really highlights another aspect of where the self-love movement falls a little bit short. Self-love really looks different for everyone. Maybe for some people, self-love does come from some of the examples that we talked about. And for others, maybe taking on these suggestions doesn't bring them any closer to self-love at all. And for others still, a combination of these aspects might be needed. It really varies by the person, and I truly believe it's up to you to determine what aspects in your life will lead you towards self-love. This brings me to another big problem that I have with the self-love movement. Many of the suggestions that are often seen within this movement, like some of the ones that I've mentioned, seem to be focused on the fact that self-love is something that you can achieve as some sort of final destination or end point. Rather, I believe that self-love is instead a continual practice, a process, and a journey that doesn't really have an end. Perhaps the reason the end of that journey doesn't exist is because we are always changing and growing as our lives change. And with each new change brings new aspects of ourselves that we need to learn to appreciate in all of its complexities. 
admittedly, I've thrown around these words of self-love a lot. I've claimed to love myself and be a part of the self-love club, even though there have been so many parts of myself that I've disliked and I've been critical towards. How can I claim to be a part of this movement without actually doing the internal work to get to the point where I truly do love myself. And if this is the case, then what does my journey towards self-love look like? I personally believe self-love is made up of many little moments and truly involves extending the same care, gratitude, and thoughtfulness that you would to others back towards yourself, showing yourself compassion, forgiving yourself for mistakes, allowing yourself time and space to be who you really are rather than who others might want you to be. Some acts of self-love could be making a decision that will be beneficial for you, whether that's now or in the future. When you choose to extend grace to yourself, when you do things right, and when you mess up. When you choose to take part in something that brings you joy just a little bit more, rather than engaging in toxic practices. When you can accept yourself as you are, while also striving for the future. I believe self-love can look like whatever you want it to be. Maybe it is something that involves a commodity like we talked about earlier. Maybe that's buying yourself chocolates or that extra cup of Starbucks coffee. Maybe self-love for you involves taking care of yourself, and prioritizing your mental health. Maybe it's learning something new, or maybe it's doing something that you've done a thousand times before just because it makes you feel good. However you choose to love yourself is right. Choose to honor that. You don't owe anyone an explanation about how you choose to love yourself. Self-love is especially necessary for those of us who suffer from mental illness. When you're battling a mental illness such as depression, anxiety, and more, often your mind can lie to you and consistently tell you that you aren't good enough, there's something wrong with you, you're not worthy, and more. Actively fighting against these negative and false thoughts is so important. And this is where self-love comes in. Some of the ways that I try to practice self-love in these scenarios include recognizing the thoughts as false and replacing them with more positive thoughts, 
which I often do through uplifting affirmations or through meditation. For me, being someone that does suffer from depression and anxiety, I do find the practice of self-love difficult at times, and it's something that I am continuing to work on every day. I'll share a few other helpful tips on how to start or maybe to continue your own self-love journey. Start by consciously telling yourself that you are enough. You do not need to change yourself to be good enough. You are good enough as you are right now in this moment. Start by looking in the mirror and saying, I appreciate you. Start by making the decision that is best for you. Start by doing the things that bring you joy. Start by appreciating yourself in the good and the bad. Start by acknowledging that you will grow and change, and that is okay. But you can accept the you that you are today while still holding space for the you that will be in the future. Remember that self-love is a journey rather than a destination. It will continue to ebb and flow as we change and grow. Keeping these aspects in mind throughout my own journey has been very beneficial for me, and I hope that it will be beneficial for you as well, wherever you are at on your journey of self-love. I would really love to hear how you are practicing self-love and how you're choosing to celebrate love with others. You can connect with us over on our website or our social media channels to let us know. I have always believed that love is the closest thing that we have to magic. And it's pretty damn incredible to have those feelings in your life, whatever form that might take for you. I think we could all use a little more love in our lives, especially in these unprecedented times, as I like to call it. So I am sending lots of love your way as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. For more ways to connect with us, you can visit our website at kiaragoesglobal.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time.